Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations on Monday, April the 13th, 2020. Now that we're done with Easter and Lent, we've finished the book by Walter Brueggemann. And so we're going to begin a book of daily reflections by a guy named Henry Nouwen, who is uh, one of my favorite authors. Uh, He's written several little books, uh, The Wounded Healer, the Prodigal Son, The Return of the Prodigal Son is another great book by him. Uh, Henry Nouwen has several books. You can look him up. Uh, but he has some daily reflections. And I thought we would go to his daily reflections um, beginning today. And we'll continue uh, throughout uh, as long as we kind of feel like that's something we should do here. So today I'm going to read in John chapter 3 a pretty familiar passage. Uh, John 3, 1 through 17. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one could perform the miraculous signs you are doing if God were not with him. In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. How can a man be born when he is old, Nicodemus asked. Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell from where it comes or from where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be, Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and you do not understand these things? I tell you the truth, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. But still you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So today, uh, in Henry Nouwen's little devotional for April the 13th, he's talking about this idea of belief. So we hear those words from Jesus to Nicodemus, who was a teacher, who had all of the laws, who, who understood the Old Testament scriptures probably better than any of us do. And yet he could not fathom what it was that this Jesus was coming to bring, this eternal life, this new life. And Jesus compares it to being born all over again. And, and Nicodemus just cannot 
wrap his mind around what it means to be born all over again. So Henry Nouwen says, the word faith is often understood as accepting something you can't understand. People often say such and such can't be explained. You simply have to believe it. However, when Jesus talks about faith, he means, first of all, to trust unreservedly that you are loved so that you can abandon every false way of obtaining love. That's a really big thing. Can we trust that God, through Jesus Christ, we've just celebrated the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, has unreservedly loved us? To trust that, to really believe that. Because what happens is when we don't believe that, Henry now is saying, we go off and we begin living in all these other ways to obtain love that aren't real ways of living at all. We call them often like the false self. Um, and, and those ways always bring about destruction and pain and torment in our lives and in the lives of other people. So could we trust that we are loved and throw off all those other ways of trying to get love from people? That's why Jesus tells Nicodemus that through faith in the descending love of God, we will be set free from anxiety and violence and will find eternal life. It's the question of trusting in God's love. So he says the Greek word for love is pistis. Uh, that word literally means to trust. So whenever Jesus says to someone who he has healed them, he says, your faith has, has saved you or your faith has made you well. He's saying that they found this new life because they have put their trust, they've surrendered completely in trust to the love of God that has been revealed in Jesus. So that's the question for us today. Could we surrender our lives completely to trusting in how deeply God loves you? I hope you know today how deeply God does love you. Uh, one of my other favorite teachers is a guy named Thomas Keating, and he talks about if you can't imagine maybe a father's love, and, and the father's love is used in Scripture, and we know that can be a bad image for many people. Um, think about grandparents, the ideal grandparents. Uh, even if your father gets upset at you, your grandma uh, is going to love you in ways that seem much, much more unconditional. Um, and so maybe even grandparents sometimes aren't the perfect example. The truth is none of us are the perfect example. But imagining and understanding how deeply we are loved by God. If you think about the person in this world who loves you the best, the most, the most unconditional, uh, you can multiply that times a hundred, times a thousand, and then you begin to scratch the surface of how deep God's love is for you. That's why Paul says, uh, that he wants his readers to know how high and wide and long and deep is the love of God in Christ Jesus. Because you'll spend your whole life trying to figure it out. So today, could we rest secure in the love of God and place our trust fully on this one we've been celebrating who died in our place, who died out of love for us, and who rose again to conquer the ways of sin and death and hell uh, in this act of supreme love for his creation. Uh, just remember today, you are loved, and you can place your trust in that love and receive from Christ, not condemnation, the scripture said, but eternal life. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day.